Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. Helping you invest in property for freedom, choice and profit. You'll learn new, innovative and multiple streams of property income. Whether you want to start, scale or systemize. And even if you don't have deposits. Hi, Kevin McDonnell here. You're listening to the Progressive Property Podcast. We've got a very special episode this week as it's with Progressive co-founder, Mr. Rob Moore himself. Rob Moore co-founded Progressive about 11 years ago with Mark Homer, his business partner. And they've gone on to own or co-own over 750 properties in and around Peterborough. He's not only one of the biggest property investors in the UK, but they've also formed and grown to become the biggest property education company in the UK. He's a multiple best-selling author, And he's the host of another podcast, the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast, which is live in over 100 countries. This episode is about how you can leverage the coming recession, how you can make yourself bulletproof in a crash. Vital info from a multimillionaire who built his empire during the last recession. And remember, if you're not already subscribed to the Progressive Property Podcast, we go live every Tuesday. And we're also on YouTube, on the Progressive Property YouTube channel. So make sure you watch there too. Okay, let's get right on with the episode. Hi, it's Rob. I wanted to detail out some of the uh, implications and maybe how you can leverage the coming recessions, crashes, corrections, whatever you want to call it. Now, I think there's a lot of doom mongering going on. I do not ever predict when a recession will happen. And I think there's a lot of people predicting when rates will go up or that there's going to be a big crash. And to be quite honest, I think that's a little bit foolhardy. Um, I think it was Warren Buffett that says you can never predict. Um, you can predict what will happen. You can just never predict when it will happen. Uh, and certainly Mark and I, when we saw the last recession, um, did have some fears and concerns. And it did end up being really good for our businesses and our property buying. And we always wondered when it would it come around again and would we be able to leverage it or at least have more experience of the cycles, if you like. Um, now, of course, when there's panic in the market, that's very, it's easy to say, hey, you know, buy when prices are dropping, the yields will be higher, the rents will likely be higher, the values will be lower, your cost of finance will be lower. It's easy to say all those things, but when there's the emotion of the market and and everyone leaking out all over the place, it's not quite as easy um, because fear makes people do irrational things. Um, But I've got probably nine or 10 things I want to discuss with you uh, on the the recession, the crash, the realities, actually, because a lot of people don't see the realities. Like I said, the emotions take over. Um, So reality number one is Many great businesses are actually built on a recession. And if you study big businesses that have grown, such as Microsoft, Lego, Netflix, Amazon, etc., um, they're often built, or well, they were all built on recessions. And many great businesses are built on recessions. And the reason is, is because the, the level, the field, the, le- the playing field is leveled. You'll have to excuse if my um, speech is a bit bleh, bleh, bleh. I'm very jet lagged. I've just literally got back from the Cayman Islands and I'm. Um, probably going to slur my words somewhat, but I'll do my best to get through it for you. So actually, if you study businesses, many of them were built in recessions. And actually, that leads me to my second point, which is that um, 
Many businesses actually thrive in the recession. Now, human beings tend to be one-sided and imbalanced, i.e. we see only upside or only downside. Um, but actually, chocolate businesses and any businesses selling sweets generally do really well in the recession. I know that's probably not your model, just saying, hashtag, just saying, pawnbrokers tend to thrive. Here's a good one for my friends in this community. Tax accountants do very well in a recession because obviously uh, that's a way that people can maybe um, save money if they're not uh, making as much money. So there are many business models that can thrive in a recession. Uh, we thrived in the last recession, progressive property. Uh, I wrote a book called Make Cash in a Property Market Crash with Mark. Uh, and our training went to the next level and our um, business went to the next level in the recession because people were looking for advice, support. They were, I think they were looking for some guidance, for some belief. Um, you know, in, in the people at one point through the recession who kind of hadn't had enough of, you know, all the talk of the doom and the gloom. Um, and so if you can be that leader, that beacon of light, of course, when repossessions happen, someone's got to buy the houses. Someone's got to pay off the mortgages. Um, so we certainly found that, uh, that the playing field was leveled. Um, now, you've probably got competitors in your market, whether it's property or business. So. Um, if there's a recession, then some of the bigger players in the, the more mature businesses, they may struggle. Uh, and certainly when Mark and I set up Progressive Property, what was this, 2007, the recession happened like five minutes after that. So you could say, hey, bad timing, that's unlucky. But actually, some of the biggest training companies in property in the whole of the UK and some of the biggest um, property companies, they struggled. Mark and I got to know uh, many of them quite well, and we got to know the owners, and we were we may able to have a few meetings with them a year and, and we got some vicarious learning. Um, we, you know, certainly um, they, they, it wasn't like they were mentoring us on how to go bust, but certainly um, having lunches and dinners with them a few times a year, we're able to see live what was going on and the fears that they had. And uh, maybe they were over leveraged. Maybe their scale was so big. Maybe they hadn't planned for the recession. They didn't have a plan B or a plan C. Um, you know, maybe they, uh, they weren't able to refinance or all these sort of things that happen, which Mark and I, I probably can't say it publicly because some of it's sensitive information, but certainly from some of the biggest property training companies and property providers um, in the UK in the last recession, I learned a heck of a lot vicariously. Um, the next thing then in a recession is your competitors are likely to stop um, spending on marketing. Now, I believe probably one of the last cuts you'll need uh, to cut, to cull, um, in the recession or in a crash is, is marketing because if you cut your main source of business when business is reducing, you could completely um, dry up from leads, from clients, from motivated sellers, from people to buy a package deals, from people to loan you money for JVs. Um, you know, that pipeline could completely go to zero. So your, comp your competition probably are likely to cut that first though because they see it as a variable cost. Um, and variable costs are usually cut before fixed costs. Uh, I can tell you this, marketing will be the last spend we cut. Maybe marketing and staffing would be the last two. Um, there's certainly many other things, other spending that you can cut first. Uh, and if your uh, competition are cutting marketing spend, then uh, you're getting less competition for leads in pay-per-click, you know, in direct-to-vendor um, marketing that you might do leafleting, postcarding, newspaper ads, etc. Okay, then there's an upside of the cash of uh, the um, recession. Actually, like I said, I probably slur my words. There's the upsides of the cash flow. Of course, there's always upsides of cash flow. 
there's some upsides of the recession that a lot of people don't um, understand. And it will teach you to manage cash flow a lot better. Mark um, believes that saving a pound is better than making a pound um, because saving a pound, it all goes on the bottom line. Whereas making a pound, you've got um, probably pay, well, you've got to pay taxes, national insurance, et cetera, corporation tax, personal tax. So, you, you know, you, you make a pound, you might get 45 to 55p of that if you're lucky. Um, you save a pound, you save the whole pound. So when there's a, a tightening, a recession, a correction, you've got to learn how to manage cash better. And, you know, it's easy to read it in books and to learn on courses. That's actually very valuable. But sometimes people don't get the lesson until they feel the emotion. They're doing it for real. So, um, you know, I'd say learn how to manage cash flow well now. If you look, sorry, if you can hear my daughter shouting in the background. Um, if you learn to manage cash flow well now, you'll be able to manage it even better um, when the if and when the recession kicks in. But it will make you learn to manage cash flow much better. Um, asset prices are likely to reduce in the recession, which means that yields will increase. Usually when prices go down, um, rents go up. So these are all big benefits that we saw in the last recession. Mark to this day remembers 2009 and 2010 like the best years for us ever buying pound for pound in terms of yields. We're what, getting 11, 12% on single let yields in Peterborough. I mean, those yields are unheard of for single let. Some people don't get those yields on HMOs. Um, and that, that those times are going to happen again. And properties have more than doubled since then in our local area of Peterborough, but they are going to correct. Um, I'm not going to call when because no one knows when. What I am going to say is some of the big doom mongers, I'd probably say, I think they're calling it a bit early. Um, what, what is it? Usually 15 years for a full cycle. Usually for there to be a recession, a, a correction, there needs to be something to correct. You know, everything needs to be too good to be true, too high, but rates are still really low. Lending is still not really that really easy. So there's some things that I feel are holding it back. Um, but of course, we're normally blindsided when recessions and corrections happen, because if we were able to plan for it, we'd be able to plan for it. And usually each one, there's a different theme. It was a global recession and it was the banking crisis, this one. And the next one's likely to be something different entirely. Um, staff costs will reduce when there's a recession. So our MD, who's fantastic, she's been with us nearly eight years. Um, she won't mind me saying this because she's worth a lot more than we got her on the, um, the, the salary we paid, you know, when she left her previous job. So there was a recession, um, hiring and the sort of the employment market wasn't as bullish. And we got our MD certainly on a, a salary we'd never get her now and many other of our staff as well. Um, when we got them in 2008 and 9 and 10, we got them a, a bargain um, because the employment market wasn't, wasn't that great. So you're going to get um, lower cost houses. You're going to get motivated sellers and vendors, and you're going to get probably cheaper staff in the recession as well. You could buy a lot of businesses on the cheap. And Mark and I are looking for letting agencies. We're looking for training businesses. We want to grow through acquisition because we're quite mature now being what? 13 years old. If you know any in our space, please do let us know. Um, but they'll certainly be a lot cheaper in the recession. That's one thing for sure. Um, so that's another benefit a lot of people don't talk about or think about. Um, people will have fear. They will. Um, a lot of people have never experienced it before and they will need guidance. They will need support. They will need mentorship. They will need leaders. And that can be you if you manage your emotions well and you manage your cash well uh, and the strategic approach to um, buying in a recession. Um, so you could become like Microsoft, like Lego, like Netflix, like Amazon, all built on the recession, whether you're a property um, investor or whether you have some kind of training business or whether you have a brick and mortar business or an online business. Um, 
So here's some ways for you to um, really be ready for the next recession um, and to be able to take advantage of it. And I don't mean in a vulturistic kind of way. Um, and there will be a big shift of money in the recession. People think like money disappears in a recession or a crash. It doesn't disappear. It's just a, a, a movement of money. Money is always moving because money is energy. Um, but it will just uh, correct and move in different places. You know, it will go from um, estate agents to letting agents, for example. It, it will go from traditional businesses to lean businesses. It will go from older, mature businesses, blockbuster, to newer businesses, Netflix, etc. It will go to from um, brick and mortar bookshops to Amazon. That's what's always happened. It's just moved. So if you're, if you're able to bring in more your way by having an innovative business model or reacting to what people want and need, and rather than being stuck in your um, older ways, then you're certainly going to get benefit from the recession. So Mark and I have been stack stockpiling cash for probably since 2010, I would say. Uh, we had a board member who was also on the board of Aviva, so a, high, a very high level board member of Progressive for a couple of years. And he said, boys, you should be saving for the next recession. And we were like, well, this one isn't finished yet. And he was like, exactly. Imagine if you could save for a decade before the next recession, how much cash you're going to have. Because I mean, everyone knows the saying cash is king. Um, well, yeah, cash is king, but leverages and the ability to raise cash is also king. So um, you want to be putting money away now. Mark and I usually retain 50% of our um, earnings, you know, our um, drawings, if you like. So when we have our profits in the company, we'll draw half of them and we'll leave half of them in the companies as retained earnings, whether that's our property business or our training businesses. So we've been stockpiling cash for years and years and years. Um, and when the recession does come, hopefully we can buy a lot of cheaper houses. Hopefully we can buy some uh, businesses. Hopefully we can increase our marketing and get even better market share with our training businesses. That would be the plan. Um, uh, that's personally, uh, and that's also for your company. Um, you should be doing both. You should be stockpiling your own personal cash so that you've got a burn rate. So, you know, if you could live for five or 10 years with no earnings, you're going to just be able to ride this recession out. Um, you, in fact, you, you know, as you ride it out, you'll get some leverage. You'll get some increased positioning. Um, but if you're living, you know, month to month, what is it? What is it they say? Um, there's never enough month at the end of the money <laughs> instead of money at the end of the month. And uh, yeah, so if you're living month to month, and you don't even have 30 days worth of cash flow. Um, personally, I mean, some businesses are like that. And that's really dangerous. Then you haven't got any. Uh, you haven't got any way out waiting it out money. And you don't want to be gone when everyone else goes. You want to be leveraging um, the situation. You know, the, the the market, the economy when everyone else struggles. Um, because relatively, it will be better for you. It will be easier. There'll be um, less competition. So um, ad costs will go down and competition for your leaflets, your postcasting, carding, your newspaper ads. There'll be less people offering on properties. There'll be less people bidding up and, and go in, in this frenzy in the auctions. Um, now, stockpiling cash is, is one way to be liquid in the recession, but also access to finance. A lot of people think that being able to buy properties um, or to you know have cash to invest is about having cash, but it's not. It's about access to JV partners, access to wealthy celebrities, access to people who've sold businesses, access to people who have cash, access to people who have access to people who have cash. So your network, how well connected you are. Um, so you want to build these relationships and have these ready because, you know, in the recession, like I said, money doesn't disappear. It just moves from uh, people to people, companies to companies, you know, often in a, in a, in a behaviorally in a different way. So there are going to be a lot of people who are going to want to invest in the recession, but they're not going to know how to invest or what to invest in. So they might look to, for guidance for people like you or 
um, if they can see that you're able to buy cheap properties at a good yield. Um, of course, you want to be ready to buy in the downward market. Uh, we're all um, frustrated, aren't we, as investors, when we have to pay more for properties. Um, it seems that most asset classes are, are priced quite highly at the moment. So we all know we want to buy low and sell high or buy low and rent high. We all know that. Um, but you want to be ready to actually be able to do it when the market corrects. And you want to be in a, have good credit, be in a good financial position, have some cash ready, be lend, you know, have, be lend worthy and have access to partners. And this all needs building now, because if you try and build it when it's all, when the chaos is happening, it's much harder. Um, you want to have good relationships with agents, with business brokers, with other business owners. Um, so that again, you're in a good position from, from a power team perspective to be able to leverage the recession. Um, so yeah, there are some things to think about in the impossible upcoming recession. Who knows when it'll be? Don't think it'll be as soon as people think. I think that's good because it gives you time to prepare. So uh, let me just list all the, the points I've covered again. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts in the on the recession, I don't mind you predicting when you think it will be. I'm not going to do that, but I don't mind uh, you doing it. It's up to you or, um, you know, how you feel about it. Uh, if you're going to be ready to jump in on it, um, just in any of your thoughts, please share in the thread below. If you're listening, this is going to go on the Progressive Property Podcast. Um, so you can um, listen to it from there. And if you listen to the podcast, but you're not in the Progressive Property Facebook group, just search Progressive Property Community on Facebook. There's 23,000 of us uh, active, crazy property investors um, doing our best to build our portfolio and um, make some income and make a difference. So let me summarize then what I've covered so far is many businesses are built on the recession. Microsoft, Lego, Netflix, Amazon, to name just a few big businesses built on the recession. They probably wouldn't have been big, as big if they um, weren't built on the recession because the recession is the leveler. Um, number two, there are many business models that thrive in the recession. Certain information businesses are definitely going to thrive. Chocolate, pawnbrokers, tax accountants. Um, there's many different business models that will thrive in the recession. Um, so if you're in them, great. If you're not, maybe you set up a second income stream and get ready for that. that, that of course, that's a separate thing altogether. Um, it's likely to level the playing field, the recession. Your competitors are likely to struggle. Um, obviously, um, investors are likely to be able to pay less. Properties are likely to go down. Um, vendors are likely to be more mo motivated. Um, so a great leveler. If you're just starting out, then it gives you this increased position like it did for Mark and I when we started Progressive, when we were just two young guys in our 20s. No one knew us. But then when the recession came along, virtually everybody just disappeared and we were just kind of the only ones left standing. It was very useful in that regard. Um, so the competition is likely to reduce. The competition for ad spend and marketing is likely to reduce. You, you should get better at managing cash flow because you're going to have to manage it well because it might be a bit tighter. You might have less income for a while. Asset prices are likely to reduce, which means yields are likely to go up. Staff costs are likely to reduce. Um, you could buy businesses on the cheap as well as properties. You could buy your competition up, which is certainly something Mark and I feel like we're in a position to do and would like to do. There's going to be a lot of people experiencing fear. They're going to need leadership, guidance, support. Um, and that could be uh, something that you could package up. So stockpile cash now, get access to cash, access to JV finance, good credit, access to finances, brokers. Make sure you've got a personal burn rate in the bank and a company burn rate in the bank for as many months as you can possibly build up. Make sure you've got great relationships with agents, brokers, solicitors, accountants. Um, and uh, make sure that you increase your marketing when the recession comes. More personal marketing, maybe handwritten letters and, and direct response marketing. Um, because it could be a good time for you. So thanks for tuning in. And if you're listening, jump yourself into the Progressive Property community. And thank you, Kevin McDonald, for letting me hijack your Progressive Property podcast. And thanks for watching me live. And I think I got it through just about without um, dying of jet lag. Thanks a lot.
You've been listening to the Progressive Property Podcast. You've been amazing, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you.